This is the Get Better Everyday Podcast with Matt Gouget. Actionable advice from real-life superheroes who, just like you, are in relentless pursuit of the best version of themselves. Whether you're just getting started or have been at it for years, my hope is that this podcast injects you with some positive energy to continue doing what brings you joy. Join me as I interview the best of the best in business, sports, and life. Let's grow together. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm KJ. And we're the producers of the Get Better Everyday Podcast. Do you like podcasts? Well, then hit us up. IkePodcastNetwork.com will help you build your show. All right, Get Better Everyday Podcast with Matt Gouget. I'm excited. I've got my guest, Timothy Schaefer, on today, uh, CEO and founder of SearchTires.com. I want to jump into that, kind of get into the nitty-gritty of the business. But before we start, Tim, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and and, – uh, personally, um, you know, before search tires, who is Tim Schaefer? Yeah, well, basically I was, uh, raised in the Midwest, uh, until I was 15 and then, uh, in the, in Indiana and Illinois, right on that border town right there. And then, um, 15 years old, uh, moved from a town of 1600 people to Boca Raton, which my high school had 2,700 people. (laughs) So it was a culture shock right away. However, uh, it was really great knowing that we didn't have to deal with winter and freezing and snow anymore. So um, it was a little bit of a transition. And then getting down here and getting uh, into the Florida uh, weather and stuff like that was great. And then, um, you know, going to school down here is athletics. I was always big in athletics. And it was really great to uh, play in the Midwest because as far as I'm concerned, we're much more uh, fundamentally uh better at stuff because we uh, concentrate on fundamentals much better. So when I came down here, it translated really well. So played basketball at the track. And then um, I was always into cars and automotive. So that's really what led me into, you know, I went to college. College really wasn't a fit for me. I was kind of an entrepreneur soul from, from a young age. So uh, started, you know, went to work on cars, started working on the side, buying and selling cars, you know, fixing them up and doing that kind of stuff. And then led me into eventually having my own businesses, having a few good access, going to corporate America for about 10 years. And then, you know, creating a platform like searchtires.com that I thought I felt was really needed to help brick and mortar get back in the game and having market share stolen from it from these, uh, I call them e-tailers which they're selling tires online, but they still need the brick and mortar stores to install the tires. So they're really taking away a big part of the sale and then turning them into installers. And that's just not sustainable. So I've seen that, uh, that, and plus the thing about that is, is that what it does is it, it turns in them into installers and they're the ones that are employing local people working in local communities and paying local taxes, even if they're big box or not big box, it really doesn't matter. I mean, they're employing them local people and the e-tailers just doesn't, uh, you know, they, they're kind of, uh, you know, they kind of want to sell the tires and get the, get that stuff, but uh, they don't think about the communities, the little league teams and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, being from the Midwest, I don't know you're originally from, I know you're in Sacramento now, but you know, it's a big deal community and help the community and do that kind of stuff. I think that's, it really resonates with me and it's and, and I'm a family guy too. So um so search is really based on fundamental principles of basically people helping people. Yeah. I love that so much. At 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 U Mortgage, you create strong communities is is one of our you know core principles. Yeah, I literally had that printed on a banner, like you said, Little League, right? So so at my right. kids' Little League, there's gonna be a big banner. Um <laughs> and and I think that that like 
I love what you're talking about. I want to dig into it more. You know, you can have um, big operations and 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 you can use technology to, you know, people live in a different world when they buy stuff, but there's, there's still a local aspect to it. So um, yeah, tell me about, uh, let's dig in maybe to the, the searchtires.com, the the early days, like what your vision was and maybe what it's morphed into. Cause it's not always like, you know, you thought of two decades yeah. or three decades down the road when it started. Uh, tell me more about that. Well, so I always like to to start with letting entrepreneurs know. And I know that you, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to your, to your podcast and stuff like that. And the first thing is, is uh, it's never an overnight success. <laughs> so I thought of this idea in 2009 and 2010, I started to get the wheels rolling on. It was late 2009, 2010, I started to get the wheels rolling on it. And by 2013, I rolled up the first iteration of this. And I was trying to please the local tire retailers and the consumers at the same time. And I was trying to please two masters. And basically, it failed. And when I say it failed, I, I really don't like to use the word, but I want to have it make an impact with entrepreneurs that knowing that Failure is part of it, but there's really no failures. It's just an education, right? It's like I learned what not to do, just like Thomas Edison said. I found 17,000 ways of <laughs> how the light bulb doesn't work. So right. um, so I was trying to please two masters, and it it didn't work out. I mean, we had we had we had a lot of publications right about us. They really we had some we had some momentum, but at the end of the day, um we were early really early to the game on what we were trying to do. So in that sense, um, it really kind of negated uh, where it needed to get to, to, to be sustainable. Right. So, you know, at, at a certain point after it was like two and a half to three years, you have to pull the plug. And, and, and as an entrepreneur, it's not, it's not really an easy thing to do because you don't ever say, Hey, it doesn't work because you're just trying to keep, keep going, but shut it down. And then, um, and that was the early days and then regrouped. Um, and then, you know, we have marketing companies as well, me and my partner and stuff. So learned, learned that edge just on the marketing perspective and what do people really want? And then we, we brought up like a year ago, we started to build on searchtires.com and it was just forward facing. Hey, listen, we're going to help the consumer because if we help the consumer, the byproduct is going to be helping the retailers, the brick and mortar. So we finally, you know, that, that, you know, even in my mindset, it was like, so you take a break, you take a few years off. It's still in the back of your mind, right? You still have, you're still thinking of ideas and stuff like this. Cause I was still thinking of many iterations we could do, but then I think, Hey, let's just make it as simple as we can do. Let's make it free. Let's make people go there. Shows all the local retailers, all the out the door. We call, show out the door prices, amount of balance tax, disposal, everything. So just make it easy. And they don't have to enter in anything. They don't have to give us any data. I mean, they're entering in their information to get their tire sizes and stuff like that. But we want to be as non-invasive as possible and help them get to the brick and mortar. And 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 in saying all that, so you know, like the 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 byproduct of that is eventually we'll make money. We're pre-revenue. I'm, I'm not gonna lie about it. We're pre-revenue, we self-fund, but that's our goal right now is to become the source for tire pricing for the United States. I mean, and, and and we're making very good inroads of doing that. I mean, our success is, has been noticed by a lot of big box. I mean, our bounce rates under 20%. 
Uh, people stay on our site for about four minutes. That's all they need to because it's really easy for us. They put in their year, make a model. We display it. They click the call. They click to go to the website or they click to get directions. It's that simple. It's it's because when I was in the business, what I learned is people really want to know, especially when they're searching for tires. Most people don't want to be educated on it. They want to know how much, how long, and where you at. That's what they want to know. So hey, you know what? Let's give them that. <laughs> Let's just give them that. And and then it's not my job to really sell them anything. It's my job to to show them where the best value is. They make the phone call, and then the store takes over and does their job and do what they're supposed to do. That's that's and and you know the lead time on people buying tires is like seventy two hours, and that's even with these online retailers selling. If we can cut that down to 48 hours, because usually by the time people know they need tires, they're unsafe. Yeah. And we want to have safe tires. We all have kids. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to be on the road or they're young in our cars with us. And and um, not a scare tactic, but we just want to make sure that when people know that they need tires, that they can go get them pretty quickly. And, and, and really the bottom line with that is also is that not only are the tires available locally, 99.9% .9 of the time they're cheaper than the e-tailers that are selling them and shipping them. So, um, yeah, so it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I love, there's so many things that I love about that that little segment you just gave us. And I wrote down a few things. Um, first one for entrepreneurs, because like you said, entrepreneurs listen to this. I'm around a lot of entrepreneurs. They're trying to get better every day in a number of different things. Find what doesn't work is something you said. And, and, and you know, that's something that, you know, that's not part of the plan, but it's right. part of most businesses evolution is you've got to try iteration. Number one, it fails. So we got to tweak that a little bit. Um, another thing you said that is pure gold. And I've been around a lot of very successful businesses that put the consumer in the center, right? Client experience is everything. If you can serve the consumer, you can figure out the business around that. Um, and, and that sometimes comes later, which it sounds like for you, um, you know, number one goal is let's go out there and serve people, give them something that's valuable, which is this, this search engine. Um, you know, another word I wrote down was transparency. Uh, that's what people want in, uh, you know, 2024 and beyond is, is somewhere they can go where they, you know, don't feel like they're being sold. Their information's being captured and they're going to get 14 calls from 14 different tire companies trying to sell them. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, another thing that you mentioned, which people should hear if they didn't, I'll repeat it. Uh, this stuff doesn't just happen overnight and it's not easy, right? It takes years and years of serving the consumer at a high level, trying different iterations of things. Um, and um, so I love that you were, you know, transparent about the journey. And so... Um, what, what's the future of this in your eyes, like how you see it? And of course, you know, subject to change. Um, but, right. but where do you, where do you see searchtires.com five years from now? I see searchtires.com being the source for tire pricing. I mean, I do, I really do. And, and we're on the path to do that right now. And I wanted to go back just a little bit because I, I kind of missed something. I, I didn't really miss it. I just wanted to add it to it just so your guys really know. One of the things for entrepreneurs is, tough for us is a lot of us have a lot of things going on all the time. I would just caution one thing. You have to take the ego out of it. Ego out of it. One of my big aha moments is I was telling a big senior advisor for a huge big box company that was a senior advisor for us. I mean, it was a big get for us. And I kept telling him going on and on about what I wanted, what I wanted. And then one day he stopped me and he goes, hey, listen, 
No one cares what you want. Just get that through your head. We put it out there. The data tells us what the people want, and that's what we give them. So I would just say you just have to be open to instruction as an entrepreneur. So just be open to the data and then being able to adjust on it because it doesn't mean you're less of an entrepreneur. It means that you're, you, you know, first of all, you don't do anything on your own. It takes a team to build it. And you got to be open to them aha moments so you can adjust and, and run your business that way. Now, getting back to the search tires thing, what I'm excited about with searchtires.com is that we've already proved that it, we've, we have the data that's already proved that we are so sticky. When people come to us, they spend over four minutes and that's about what it takes to get to four minutes and 18 seconds, basically. Um, you know, it converts over 30%, which is really unheard of. <laughs> it, but again, we're not selling anything, but they're clicking for directions. They're clicking to call. And a lot of them are clicking to call and they're clicking to the website. If they click to the, the brick and mortars website, they're also going there. They're looking at the tire price there and scheduling an appointment. So, you know, for us, it's like we're very non-invasive and we're just trying to guide people. And our average customer sell saves over $111 on a set of four tires. There's in some cases that we see some people save over $300 on the same same tire from a different place that's two miles away from the other one. And, I'm, and, and listen, I'm not trying to go against brick and mortar. There could be some misprints. There could be a lot of different things happening in that thing. I'm just saying... We want to be lifetime. We want to give them that data that they need to make uh, uh, to make an educated choice on a tire, and then get them into that brick and mortar to do that. And I think with what we do, I think that we'll be a good complementary. Complementary, like insurance companies, they say we'll show you everybody else's prices. Well, the auto industry has been so looked at negatively for so long. Why wouldn't they do that, right? I mean, hey, we'll show you everyone's prices because we. As working in a tire store like I have before, we show other people prices and sometimes we have to beat the prices, but there's nothing wrong with that. But I think, like you said, when you said transparency, that's one of my things I say all the time. Transparency is trust. If you can show that, hey, oh, yeah, they are a little bit cheaper than us, we'll match that price and then we'll get them put on right now. we got them in stock. Who's going to say no? I mean, you know, it's just <laughs> like it's a, it's a, it's an easy thing. So so my vision for search tires is I think um and we we've gained a lot of traction with a lot of eyes on us, and we've uh, we're still, you know, we're still we're self funding. We're not taking anything. We're just, and I'm not saying we're never going to do that because you can't say you don't you don't know what happens. But my path is to continue to deliver to deliver the best product we can and the best services we can to our customers in that short amount of time that we have them engaged, and then you know, ultimately add stuff to it. Like maybe if retailers want to show that they have an oil change, maybe we'll email the clients or put it up on the board, their deals page or something. You know, that's stuff in the future that I want to do. But right now I'm just going to stay focused on the single thing, which is, you know, when you start dinner an entrepreneur, we all have all these ideas, but you have to be focused on the singular North Star, fix that first, and then you can start adding ancillary products to later. But right. I got to get yeah. this out there first. Yeah, because <laughs> just, so, just so I understand it, and hopefully the audience does, searchtires.com, you're a third party that's just helping people find, I need this specific set of tires, you know, in this, what, probably five mile radius, because I don't want to drive 37 miles and, and have my tires put on. Um, I want to find, you know, a great price, a close location that can, that can give me what I need. So, so you're, you're aligned with these brick and mortar. You're not, you know, competing against any of them. You're not selling your own right. tires. You're just... Nope. 
you know, the service that helps people go out there fight. Kind of like like you mentioned, a you know, insurance broker or a mortgage broker. I've got you know, 40 different lenders. And we can look at at, right. at 40 different places to send this loan based on your criteria and what you're looking for. I can help right. align you with the, the best one for your specific need. Right. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm just trying to help people. And that's, that's I know it sounds corny, but it's true. It's, that's the truth. Right. <laughs> because when you do that, you know, you, so obviously you have to explain the next, uh, you know, the, the, the white elephant in the room, right? Hey, you know, that no, everyone knows what's lying in the background. Well, you know, when, when you build a company based on trust and transparency, the byproduct is obviously going to be money. Cause when you own, when you own a segment of the search for a $50.6 billion business, obviously, you know, there's going to be some, you know, valuation things. There's going to be some things that come in there at the same time. I don't like to get too caught up in valuations and all that stuff right now because my job as a CEO of this company is to provide our consumers with the best product we can that's going to give them the best information to do what they do. All them other chips are going to fall into place. Like I always say, it's a byproduct. It's not what I'm doing today. I, I don't have to worry about that. I just have to worry about putting the best product on the field, just like a coach putting the best team on the field. And let's the chips fall where the chips fall. <laughs> I mean, and I think more entrepreneurs really need to be you know, really need to to look at things like that. It's you know, you just concentrate on on what you can control, and hire the best people around you to do what you don't control. Because that's what I do. You right. know, because God knows I don't know everything. So, yeah. yeah, I love it, and it's it sounds like you know great business advice for anybody starting a business. Um, the piece of advice you got, you know, nobody cares what you want. Um, right. You you go out there and you and you test things and then you get feedback right. If somebody stays on the website for nine seconds and bounces, you're obviously not providing them something that they feel is valuable, regardless of how much you like it and and regardless of what you want. Um, you know the the proof is in the pudding with a lot of things. Business just like you know a social media post with a ton of engagement, it's what people want to see and it's what they right. want to engage in. So so they engage with it. You know they're staying on your site. It's a valuable service, and then all the other you know chips fall into place. So, um, man, I, I I love a lot about that. What what piece of advice would you give um, to get better everyday listeners? Just um, you know, general business because I know you got a lot of experience. Um, you know, not yeah. just with with SearchTires.com, but um, you know, decades of of uh, sales and operational experience. What what kind of advice for you know somebody's listening to Get Better Everyday podcast? Like a lot of people that I've spoke to, they, they're they're dabbling in a few different things. I think this idea would work. I think that idea would work. What what advice would you give them? Well, well, first of all, I'm very passionate about this part because people always tell me I should be a coach, but I said I don't have time because I'm concentrating on a product right now. But um, I would say a few things. First of all, you have to find your north star. If you find something, you need to really let the stuff fall through the wayside. I mean, obviously, there's people like Elon Musk that do stuff, but obviously, he had his first thing that he did really well, and then that enabled him to do other things. So I always say find your north star. But in finding your north star, there's a few things that you need to do daily, and I have like a daily checklist that I go through in my brain. It's automatic for me now, but you know, it's like you have to create a habit. So consistent practice. I always say consistent practice. You've got to practice what you do. I mean, you have to dedicate that time to understand and master where you're at, that, that thing you're in. Seek feedback. I'm always seeking feedback from everybody, senior advisors we have or people in the industry that I know. 
always seek feedback and be open to it and be humble about it. I mean, because that's helping you. I mean, the other day I was on a call and I didn't even think of some, some guy brought it up and I was like, Holy moly, that's great. He was an ex CEO of uh Firestone. It, it was great. Um, the other thing is stay updated, stay updated in your industry. Once you're building something, um, you, you can't just like forget about what's going on in the industry. You have to still keep, you know, cognizant of what's going because you might be a little late and then, uh, learn actively. I always, I, I, I put an hour aside every day to learn something and it could be something as simple as like nothing to do with my business, but just keep your brain in the focus that it always wants to be open instruction and learn different things. I, I think it's important to keep your brain in tune that way. I think it's like a, it's like a, a mental tune up, right? It's like, Hey, I learned, I learned some, uh, random stuff that I may not use, but Hey, that's um uh, that's some uh that's some errors in my in my quiver. So you know, maybe down the road I'll be able to use it. Um and multiple resources. When you're getting your information, I always find that everybody has a way of doing things, but always try to get multiple resources. Don't over be don't be tied into like three people you talk to all the time. Cause it's gonna turn into a thing where you're getting the same answers all the time and they're agreeing with you. You gotta you gotta engage. Some people that you come up in the business with that maybe not like you, but they, you know, you got to be open to this. And I think um, a, a really big one for me is always be curious. You got to stay curious in everything you do. And there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I that I go through myself just because I'm kind of a multitasker. But when I when I'm reading these things off, like in my brain, and I'm telling them to you, they're not that hard to do. I mean, be curious is not that hard. You can do that all day. You can be curious. You can ask when someone tells me what they do. I, I was at a friend's place the other day, and you know, guy was telling me stuff he's doing. I was curious about. It. He's like, why would you be curious about this? You do that. I'm like, well, because I, I want to know what you do. <laughs> I want to understand it better. Um, you know, obviously, one of the big ones is be organized. I mean, organization is a big deal. And um, and last but not least, stay inspired. You have to stay inspired. If you're not inspired about what you're doing, you're not going to inspire anybody else. And you're not going to be passionate. It's not going to come through. Like when I talk about it, you know, I I I, uh, I share a lot and I talk a lot because I'm in, I get passionate and then I get in this zone and <laughs> I just keep talking about it because it's, it's what I love to do. And, you know, it's like, you know, people say, find something you love to do. It's never really a job. It's just uh, the other thing, but these tasks, the, these, these things that I go through to, to grow my skill set every day, that's, these are things that I do. I mean, and you know, you can't really, and you know, for me, it's seven days a week. I mean, it, it doesn't mean that you're working in your job. You might be working on your company. You're not in your company, but but when you have these life experiences around people, because so people are so many dialed into the computers and they're not touching people as much. And I believe everything's a hundred percent about people. The more feedback you get from all these people and curious, and you have these conversations, it just opens up a whole plethora of things. You know, I come up with another idea um, this weekend, just in a conversation. Of course, I'm not doing it, but I wrote it down <laughs> save it for later. But I mean, so there were big things that, uh, yeah, there are the things that I think is, and I know I covered a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so. a, a lot, but really good stuff. And I think that that's the cool part about business um, is that it translates. You know, no matter what you're doing, small, big, um, you know, different industries, like these things 
are are going to help you in any industry. A couple of them that 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 I like that you talked about, and then you even elaborated on it. That like you know you're you're curious and you're learning other things that might not pertain to your business, but it makes you better at at maybe seeing things within your business or within your life that you can improve on. So um, really good advice. I'm going to go through them real quick just for the listeners. Consistent practice, uh, seek feedback, stay updated, learn actively, multiple resources, always be curious, be organized, and stay inspired. For entrepreneurs who are trying to get better every day, the stay inspired part is important because you know it because I heard you say it. I know it. Good things take time. And in order to be able to last long enough to see it through, you have to be inspired. <laughs> if it's something you're not inspired about, if you're not out there, you know, curious and, and seeking feedback and and inspired by the fact that you're helping people, um, you know, you're going to give up after a year or two and, and no good stuff, you know, happens in, in, in that short of a time. Um, quickly, before I let you go, because I respect your time, you talked about sports. And the first thing you mentioned here was consistent practice. I love analogies and taking lessons from sports and applying them to business because um, played as a kid, I'm coaching my, my, my sons in basketball. And I see it all the time where somebody who's got, you know, discipline and, and practice and behaviors and habits in mm -hmm. sports translate yeah. that really well to the business side. So, so what, what what do you have from you know you you said uh, in the Midwest you guys are better at fundamentals so did that translate for you into the business world? Absolutely, I think that uh, sporting people, people that grew up and played sports competitively, um, I think sometimes they have an edge, especially because you have to be competitive. First of all, doesn't mean you have to be arrogant or have a huge ego, but you have to be competitive. Um, so the things that I learned, especially growing up in Indiana playing basketball and Bobby Knight's basketball school and stuff like that, for the first two weeks of practice, we never got to shoot the ball. We worked on dribbling, passing, fundamentals. And this is the same thing in business. You have to work on your foundation because if you build it on a shaky foundation, you're never going to be successful. So foundational things, that's why you want to do consistent practice to the feedback, all them things are building a solid foundation to grow on. And it's the same as sports. It's like building a team. Hey, what are you best at? Now, uh, in my company, I know that I'm inspired by my ideas and I know that it helps people. I don't know how to code anything to save my life. I mean, I can say the catchphrase words and stuff like that. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I mean, I can make it sound like I know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not, that's why you hire the best people to be around you. And that's, that's, and it's like sports, right? It's like, you know, obviously, you know, in the Midwest, I was a, a Michael Jordan fan. You get the best people to be around you. That's how you win. So in business, you got to also say, you know, a lot of people in business are intimidated to bring other people on because, oh, the guy might take my job. I was always the guy like, I'm bringing him on. I hope he takes my job. <laughs> I mean, because you want the best people around you. So the sports Part of it, I think, is a big analogy because sports is a thing that, that, and like Kobe Bryant said, if you practice something for an hour every day, you're immensely better than someone that's not that's only playing a certain season. So it's it takes time, but the 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 how you grow is so much faster because of your approach in 
you know, basing it on fundamentals. So, hey, I'm going to practice free throws. Like one of the things in the Midwest, on people got lunch. I'll share quickly. People got lunch breaks. Well, we got to eat our lunch, and then we had to go in the basketball gym. And all we did was shot free throws. And then we went around, and everybody shot five free throws. Every that was our that was our lunch. So, um, again, it's fundamentals, and it's no different in any business. What you are, it's like you have to keep your ear to the ground, the heartbeat of the business, and that's your fundamentals. It might not be sports, but you're competitive enough to know how to make it convey. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you talked about hiring the right people and putting the people around you. Um, you yeah. know, you, you need somebody tall who can grab rebounds. You need somebody who's a good pet. Yeah. Like, you can't play all the positions. And so, you know, as you grow and scale a business, you got, you got to put people around you. And my team is great about that. I'll tell you, that, uh, I love it when my team says, uh, well, that's a great idea, but that's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, because that, you know, that's, that's being honest. I mean, cause sometimes you like to think like, oh, everything I'm saying, it's gotta be easy to do. <laughs> they're going to be saying, no, we're not doing that. So that's when you know, you have the right people when they're going to speak up and tell you what's best for the business, not what you think is best for the business. Because um, like you said, you know, we know what we know as being entrepreneurs. However, we don't know all that it takes to get to that spot that you wanted to get to. Maybe they have a different way. Most of the time they do. So that's what I would say. That's which is pretty cool about I don't I don't like to I want to spend money on the best people and 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 then let them be part of something bigger than themselves. And I'll say another thing. Everyone in my company um, that we start, they have a percent of equity in the company because they're part of they're part of the win. That's the win, right? Um, you want them. You want them to have buy-in, and buy-in is like that. Being part of something bigger than themselves. Uh, you can't be a stingy entrepreneur. I mean, I'm sure it's sure successful people out there that do stuff like that. But for me, you know, being from the Midwest and the, the way I do things, I like to, you know, it's 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 just good to be able to do something like that. I think. For I me. love it, man. Can't, can't can't wait to see uh, searchtires.com in uh, in ten years. You know, with the <laughs> You know, banner up at the Super Bowl, something, something to that effect. It's that <laughs> Super time Bowl's of year. Super Bowl's coming quicker than that. Super Bowl's coming. <laughs> we missed out on this year, but we might have it next year. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that was going to be in the marketing budget, but you say we're going to explode and it'll be in the marketing budget for next year. Sounds, sounds good, Tim. Thanks for your time, man. It was a great, great conversation, man. Searchdyers.com. Anywhere else you want people to find you or anything else to point towards? That's it, SwiftStars.com. And thanks, Matt. I really appreciate your time. It was great talking to you. Yeah, good talking to you, Tim. This is Matt Gouget. Just wanted to give you a quick thank you for listening to the Get Better Every Day podcast. Hopefully you're inspired to go out there and get better every day. If you could, please do us a huge favor and leave a five-star review if you found any value in this. Share it with your friends. Again, thanks for listening and go out there and get better every day.